Oh, holy shit. It's time for the commute. It's podcast number three. So, I don't know, today was, it was weird, there's nothing going on. Today was kind of a, a rough day mentally, emotionally for me. I'm not, I'm not sure what the fuck it was. Uh, maybe it was, uh, I don't know. <laughs> there's a lot of things that come to mind. I was fucking a lot of like little things up in my job and uh, I don't take that well. I don't really consider myself necessarily a perfectionist, but I am pretty damn brutal towards myself in my inner monologue in regards to seeming shortcomings <laughs> uh, or actual shortcomings. I mean, there's that too. Uh, but anyways, I don't know. I think I needed to eat or something too. I was like hangry or something. I ate this morning, which I, I don't always, and I, I should. I should probably eat more consistently than what I do, but... Woo, fuck it. Um, yeah, I just... Uh, I don't know, I got something to eat, and then I felt way better. But holy shit, man. Like, the, the hangry hatred... It's real. It's real as fuck. And uh, it, it's really terrifying. It was especially terrifying today. I don't know. Uh, I know I'm not alone on this. And especially with like, it feels like there's something like going on. There's something in the air. I mean, yeah, like the world's a fucking dumpster fire and everybody's miserable. But like, holy shit, man. The amount of like hostility I had have and had towards, like, human beings today was, uh, was exquisite, and, uh, this is weird, it's weird, uh, talking about this shit, because, uh, in the past, uh, I wouldn't have ever gone down the path of, like, you know, being, you know, super ball-sucky about, like, things that I hate or, <laughs> or are upsetting me or whatever, and part of it, too, is, like, I get too much in my fucking head. Uh, my job, at least right now, does not... Uh, uh, I'm in my head a lot. I don't really converse with people all too much. And then I think about shit way too fucking much. And I think about the structure of things and how they don't really fucking work and how they don't really fucking make sense. And it fucking makes me fucking ape shit, except for, like... And, and in addition to that is, is the fucking hunger thing. Yeah, if, if, you know, you got that fucking horse shit running around in your head, like a hamster wheel of doom, and it doesn't go anywhere, and then you need to eat a sandwich on top of that? God damn it. I think that's what's, like, wrong with most of the world, too. That was part of the thing that was in my head, is how <laughs> fucked everything is. I think the last time I checked, the UN had projected that it takes, like... 30 billion a year to end world hunger. So what the fuck is going on? Like, and I, and it's like, we kind of know, nobody really like knows, knows, but there's, there's enough shit that when you like look at all the fucking info that's, that's there, that's going on and all the stupid fucking narratives, no matter how like, ridiculous they are, uh, whether they're mainstream or otherwise, it doesn't fucking matter, people are, like, 
ridiculous. I mean, like, if you really want to know the truth, you might not find the exact truth, but you can find around about, like, you can find the common denominators. You can find the thread of truth. Sorry, I'm like, dude, it's fucking hot as balls out here. <laughs> I'm like chugging water. But, you know, for as upset as I am about how fucked up the global system is in general, and I, I think, side note, that's another cool, cool thing. That's not cool right now, it's uh, kind of, but the, the fucking weird thing about the power differential about the world that we're living in right now, that, you know, in other points in time and other wars and stuff like that, like the Revolutionary War, and from uh, an American's perspective, obviously, but, uh, and even Civil War, because it was stuff that wasn't even, like, fixed or clarified within the Revolutionary War, and shit that's still not fucking fixed now, and, um, anyways, but it's expanded, like, we're all in this, especially with the, the coronavirus horse shit that, and this mass censorship, and how everyone's, like, scared to death of being, like, wiped from their social media and crap, I can't fucking handle it, like, um, that's why I fucking cut everything out, I don't, you don't fucking see me anymore, I don't get, like, I didn't delete my accounts, because I, I do see, like, the work value from it, but that's all I view it as, really, is, like, if and when I get out there again, and I don't even know if I will, because I need to fucking make it work for me, and I haven't yet, I haven't found that fucking balance, that chess move, or whatever, um, to, to balance that, for me to feel okay conversing with people, because even the people that I love, there's, there are a lot that I'm just, like, God damn it, I love you, but you need to shut your fuck face. And I don't really have anything good to say. <laughs> it's like that old adage of like, uh, if you don't have anything good to say, but I'm not saying anything at all. I should probably shouldn't even fucking be recording myself right now. I'm just being this like negative Nancy uh, all the time anymore. That's what I feel like. I feel just like burned out, fucking jaded, pissed off. I don't even like metal anymore. I'm, like, everybody that knows me knows I'm, like, the biggest fucking metalhead. And I hate metal now. Metal's just fucking garbage. Like, everything in the world is just, like, turned into this weird fucking copy of a copy of a copy of a copy of a copy. And it just fucking keeps on going. And everyone's just, like, trying to fucking hammer in this round peg into a fucking square hole. And it's fucking garbage. And I can't... I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm, this, is, uh, this is me uh, taking a turn to negative town for today. But, I mean, hopefully, at the, at the very least, you'll get some, you know, amusement out of it. And Like, schadenfreude, I guess, is the term. You know, at least, hopefully, it'll put a smile on your face if you're having a fucking rough time, too. And Because um, I don't want that for you, either. As much as I hate humanity right now, and I think that we all pretty much deserve to die... It's, it's actually very fortuitous <laughs> that, that we're going through a pandemic, man. I mean, like, uh, I'm sorry. That's, that's fucked up. I retract that, kind of. I don't know. I don't know what to fucking feel. Because I'm just like, you know, right about now, if I contracted it, like, I'm not... And people will be like, oh, don't say that. But I'm like, I don't really fucking care. Like, what is this for, you know? Like, I, 
I know the different narratives. I've studied all this shit. Like, existentialism in and of itself and philosophy was just, like, a huge part of my life for so long. And I was like, I don't fucking care about much of anything anymore. And you know what? At this point right now, I'm not... It's not even, like, an active suicidal thing. I don't... I'm not even having suicidal ideation right now. But... There's, like, no fucking point to anything. Uh, I, I stay alive for the people that I care about, mainly. Uh, that's it. And I'm not, I don't actively, like, you know, whatever. But, um, that, that's, that's about it. I don't fucking care beyond that. I guess there is, like, a glimpse of that, like, I want to help others, too. And it's weird. It's like my interior. Uh, yeah, once again, the, the mauled by wolves concept. Like, it's the the fucking two wolves having a knife fight within you. Like, I, I, I want to care more. I used to care more than what I do now, and I still care. And there, there's just like it's weird because there's a chunk of me that doesn't care, and then there's a, a chunk that's like still fucking cares, and then they're like is the respective middle grounds to those where it's like, I'm angry at myself for caring and angry at myself for not caring. So it's like this weird fucked up quadrant of like, yeah, I don't know. just, it's like my soul looks like this crazy blown way out of proportion, uh, epic fight, like in Anchorman kind of deal. Like this is what it fucking feels like. It's just like this, comedic insanity non-stop and it's super fucking uncomfortable being in my head but um anyways so if hopefully this will put like a smile on your face because uh it's a side to me that people don't usually see so you're welcome <laughs> and uh anyways but but with that um I've been uh, just trying to anchor into A Course in Miracles, which I haven't really talked about that in this podcast. Uh, I've done videos on it and stuff like that. It's a weird thing. I don't, I don't really fuck, fucking talk about it that much because, quite frankly, nobody gives a shit. <laughs> and it helps me. I, uh, it helps me quite a bit. And I guess that's all, all that matters. Um, and it, it may help you they say, and there's kind of, like, lore around it, but, like, if it shows up in your life, if somebody mentions it or whatever, that, that there's a reason for that, and, I don't know, part of non-dualism anyways is, like, the kind of belief that there are no coincidences whatsoever, that everything's interconnected, and this is a constant theme, this is something that really, um, I don't, it's, it's, within me, I never, I never stop thinking about it, It, it's in there, in the mix of my crazy nut job, inner monologue, constantly, along with all the the craziness, and, uh, and that's what I think, like, for humans, I I think that, that's, like, what we, that's what we are, quote-unquote, we're not that, in the ancient sense of things, the, the ancient esoteric concepts that you are not your thoughts you're not even your fucking emotions like you are that which permeates all things and interconnected with all things and beyond time 
and space. But what does that fucking mean when you're like still perceiving duality, which is I guess where like Course in Miracles does come in because it helps you kind of bridge the gap and function in a realm of duality while still maintaining or at least trying to maintain <laughs> memory and sight of a realm beyond this and, and uh, a place that is beyond space-time, so to speak. But anyways, um, so anchoring into my course lesson for today definitely helped quite a bit. There are 365 of them, and uh, so it takes you a solid year. You're not supposed to go past one a day. You're supposed to observe one a day. And, uh, yeah, you just go at your own pace, and you practice non-attachment with that stuff. Sometimes you fucking beef it hard, like maybe I did today, where I'm just like, yeah, I'm not not really feeling it, so I might do this over again. <laughs> no. But sometimes I'm just really human, and I'll just move on, and I'll just be like, yeah, it's fine. It'll click sometime. I'll move on to the next one. I mean, I devoted my time to it, my hourly stuff, kept trying to, that's really what it comes down to as well as uh, developing, cultivating the mindfulness every hour, you know, coming back to like, uh, like coming back to the present moment. Like you might not be stoked about what you're doing or who you're around or all the stupid fucking rhetoric that's coming out of people's goddamn pie holes. Like you might be tired as fuck about that shit, but every hour when you come back to it and you're just like, okay, this is my lesson today, my ACIM lesson. This is what I need to focus on. And that I came back, I, I, I'm, I'm doing my human best here. Like, I'm trying, <laughs> even though I believe that I'm a spiritual being having a human experience, that I don't feel it quite yet. Some days I do feel it. Other days, I don't. I'm like, why is this happening? But uh, anyways, my course lesson for today was there is no death. Um, shit, I'm having a... <laughs> I didn't even smoke anything, man. This is what I do. This is how I am all the time. I uh, forget stuff mid-sentence. <laughs> so there is no death. I am as God created me is, is what it is. There is no death. I am as God created me. So I guess I'll talk about that a bit because A Course in Miracles has to do with non-duality and non-duality is like the concept that, that everything is, is, is whole, that we're perceiving it as segmented, but that's not truth, that's illusion. And um, that we're either perceiving shadows of something that is not there or we are perceiving echoes of God's love, which is not directly God's love. It is ultimately illusory, even though it may be pleasant. And when I also use the term God, uh, it makes me like want to puke blood, uh, as it does most other people, because uh, humans are garbage, and they have modeled whole entire fucking systems that have ruined the whole goddamn world <laughs> on the concept of God, which they don't really fucking know anything about. And so, yeah, I... I hate the term too. So for all intents and purposes, whatever you want to use to switch that word out for anything that, that's benevolent. And in and, and truth, it's like because everything is one, 
you get to this really cut and dry aspect of like that which is truth and that which is not. Anything that is truth is anything that is love. Love, heaven, God, um, indestructibility, incorruptibility, purity, anything of that kind uh, like is interchangeable. And we don't have a reference point for that as humans because of duality. It's like we only have like a perverted, fucked up concept of what is beneficial or good or what our concept of God is because we imbue it with human garbage traits. Like, and I'm going to piss a lot of people off here, but, um, but like the Old Testament, like the Old Testament God is fucking horse shit. Like he's just this human esque God. Like he's, he's this God that has fucking human traits. He's pissed off egotistical to the core wants absolutely every fucking like praise to him and you know whatever whereas it's like the antithesis the the non-dual aspect of god is that which is does not have any traits does not have any shit like that it's it's just pure energy pure unbridled totality of completion and with that there is nothing that needs to be done in that there is no and and humans can't wrap their minds around that we cannot we cannot conceive of there being something out there that is like perfection in its essence complete and not needing to be fixed in any way not able to be degraded in any way and um and that which is all-encompassing and all-loving. All and because it is all-encompassing, that is all-loving because it excludes no thing. Um, lest it be, you know, lest it cease being what it, it supposedly is. So with that narrative, this is non-duality, is when you have this entity of sorts, and I almost even... I'm weary about calling it an entity because that almost kind of implies that there's like some sort of like um, cognizant traits of it. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, if you have allness, the concept of totality and completion, then, and it includes everything, so there's nothing outside of it that you can use as a reference point. Does it even really exist in the first place? Um... So then there's, like, the first paradox there, closely linked to that, is because if you have the totality of everything, it would have to encompass the concept of nothingness, too, which therein creates duality, and that's the first dichotomy, the first uh, paradox, if you will, of existence that all others are born from, because wholeness cannot choose against itself, lest it's being wholeness. So what is in effect created is a holographic projection, which is what we are experiencing right now. And this makes the most sense to me, at least out of anything that I've ever studied. I've studied like tons of different religions, studied philosophy, existentialism, like for years, for I, almost 20 years now. And, um, it's the only thing that really fucking makes sense to me. It's the only thing that, that is closest for to science actually being like, 
Yeah, that's like pretty much it when you transpose quantum mechanics and quantum physics on top of that. And granted, yeah, there are a lot of these like fucking physics douchebags. Sorry guys, uh, being blatant as fuck and living my real life right now. <laughs> uh, that are, you know, will fight that or whatever, but what it, it fucking makes sense. When you think about like how subatomic particles act when they're being observed versus not being observed, the whole Schrodinger's cat concept, like, what is time, and all of, like, all this fucking crap, it just, it, you can transpose it on there, and it, like, it fits. It doesn't contradict, unless you're being, like, this weird, insecure, like, fear-driven asshole about it. And, uh, yeah, I'm being, like, really abrasive right now, but, I don't know, I need... Something to fucking vent, because I'm just, like, some sort of outlet, because right now, I don't really have my music, I'm, I'm like, I'm creating it, but I can't fucking scream, like, I used to, I'm not, like, in a position to really fucking do it, like, so hopefully, in a couple of weeks here, I'm gonna have a new place, but, um, where I'll be able to fucking scream my head off, hopefully, but I don't have that right now, so I'm just this ball of, like, negativity, so yeah, it pisses me off when, like, you know, everybody's just got their stupid fucking stance on shit and it's like well how about you're you're right how that's the other thing about the quantum concept of things is like however you perceive things that's how it is for you nobody can really fucking argue that like if you're a christian and you think you get one fucking life and you don't believe in reincarnation like technically you're fucking right like the existence because this is a holographic projection you're going to get that. Maybe you just want fucking one shot around. Maybe that's why you fucking believe that. Maybe that's why you are incarnated, whether it's once or, or whatever, you know, to do this. Maybe that was, that was what you needed to learn here right now, was what it was like to have one fucking life. And on the flip side of that, like, what if you're Hindu and you believe in reincarnation then that's correct too and that's the other cool thing about hinduism that i think is awesome because they they really tap in on that like tap into that where uh i don't know like christians when they tried to convert and that's the other thing too is the concept of like conversion like it's so ridiculous just let people fucking live man I guess that's where I'm at. I'm just having these fucking rants because it's just insane. Like, everyone's just like, God, you have to fit this narrative. You gotta fucking fit in my little box. If I can't fucking control it, I'm gonna lose my goddamn shit. And it's like, dude, just fucking take a goddamn deep breath. Like, this is not... (laughs) It could be the end of the world, I guess, if you're creating that. That's the whole entire point. But it doesn't have to fucking be that way. And I think that's what pisses me off, man. That's what makes me angry about humanity is just that, like, it's not, um, it doesn't have to fucking be that way. If life is what you fucking make it and you can change shit. I used to not believe in reincarnation. And then I believed in reincarnation. And then I moved to a different point where I both believed in one life and reincarnation and I also believed that there is not one life and that there is no reincarnation so try and wrap your mind around that that's a really fucking I think they're all fucking valid and I think people need to start 
fucking expanding their minds to encompass that. And, uh, I don't know. It's just sad shit. I, I think we're on the right track. I, even though, like, I don't think that, uh, you know, like, substances are the end all the be all. But I think about how fucked everything is. Like, what would change so much is if you just, like, decriminalized drugs in general. Just arrest people that are fucking doing wrong shit. Arrest people that are hurting other people and taking what's not theirs. How about we do that? You know, people are fucking adults. They can fucking make their own goddamn decisions. But, um, but I do think that we're going in that direction because, obviously, I mean, pot's being legalized systematically, which is good because it's going to make people, like, start to fucking question if you, like don't demonize it and then it just becomes a part of the norm people are more likely that who would never fucking smoke it will like do it and then it'll you know expand their mind to think about other things other than their little fucking tiny points of view and trying to jam this gigantic unnameable fucking cosmos into this like little fucking like jewelry box of like trinkets and treasures that you fucking hold dear these like trophies of sentiment like it's so fucking embarrassing it's it's embarrassing and it's ridiculous and it's holding everybody back and doesn't have to fucking be that way and I've been you know tried to live that way for a long time to to live in the expanded way um but now I'm just like tired because it's like it's reached critical mass and it's just like god damn it we're going into overtime here with our human awakening, and unfortunately, we're not getting it. And I think that's, I do believe that's what is going on for this current linear Newtonian duality narrative that we are experiencing right now. It's a fucking living hell. I think that's why nothing is trustworthy. Everyone's trying to fucking take advantage of everybody else. Disease is everywhere. There are fucking riots and blood in the street. Like, nobody nobody can handle this shit and really all all it is is a fucking shift it's a willingness it's just a goddamn willingness people like you don't have to have all the fucking answers just stop being a cock about everything so anyways back on the subject here um But, yeah, so what do we do with that? If this is like a holographic projection, and this is this fucking nightmare world that we created, if wholeness and completion is heaven, but it's something that's transcendent of the everyday world that we experience, what the fuck is this? And how do we, how do we lock it in on that world? How do we connect when we feel so disconnected, when none of us feel like we belong here? It's a really funny thing because everyone's just like, I don't feel like I belong here. Nobody fucking does. And if you subscribe to any like uh, channelers or anything like that, they're like, yeah, it's because nobody's from here. But that's a whole other fucking talk. But um, anyways, uh, I feel like A Course in Miracles has really fucking helped with that, even though I'm like off the rails today. I'm a fucking complete nut job. I understand this about myself. And, uh, so have, have fun with, (laughs) 
with this craziness, this unbridled word vomit that I'm just unleashing holy hell into, you know, screaming into the abyss. I don't know if anybody will ever fucking listen to this or hear this, but anyways, so, uh, yeah, what was the lesson again? Going back to it. You always go back to it, but, uh, there is no death. I am as God created me. So the concept of God, whatever, it's just completion. We're an extension of that completion, but we fucking forgot that we did. If you transpose the uh, Old Testament onto, well, more specifically, the book of Genesis in the Old Testament, if you transpose that, this is something that non-dualists, I've never heard non-dualists really speak of this, but, like, in essence, like, we are Lucifer, for, for you listening, whoever's fucking listening right now, you're the only consciousness that, that, that exists. I, I'm being projected by you. I don't even fucking exist right now. This is, this is non-duality. This is you, you. Like, this is your... It's not everybody else's job. Like, I'm, I'm getting, like, fucking heated because I'm just tired of living in this horseshit. But I'm, like, repeating this stuff for you guys. But it's also for me because I'm doing it to my projected self that's outward. So basically I'm doing it for my subconscious. But anyways, for, for you listening, like this is to give you fuel and to, you know, help you kind of, oh God, this dude's riding up my fucking ass. I, uh, sorry. Sorry guys. It's not much more I can fucking do. <laughs> fucking hate everybody. There's like, oh, you have to, it's going to fucking, I'm going to get there that faster. Oh, I guess. I'm gonna fucking get there. Anyways, but for you, uh, so that that was your hatred projected back at you, I guess. <laughs> Anyways, but yes, I am not here. I'm an illusion. I'm a piece of you that was projected outwards that you're experiencing. Everything that you see, whether you lo- love it or hate it, you that is you. That's a totality of you. And when we accept that, we can start to make real solid changes but it's all like symbolic changes our our lives and our actions and the whichever wolf we feed is symbolic everything that we encounter every human being that we encounter every context that we encounter is symbolic it is illusion but it is symbolic and therefore not necessarily meaningless it's symbolic of what you do with that and what you do with that either brings you closer to the truth of what you are, which is the totality of all things, you are God. Um, and a lot of people, that's, you know, I, I can feel it in my gonads that that rocked you in the really wrong way, but, you know, sit, sit with it, man. Like, really look at it. The concept is really interesting because when you start to cultivate love in your external world, which doesn't always fucking happen, you're going to have horrible days like I do. Like, I've we're all being pulled through the ringer right now but this is why I'm doing this it's just that like yes even though I'm like pissed and fucking upset and I'm beside myself and I don't fucking know what to do and I don't want to be here I know that I'm not alone I know that I'm not alone because I, I believe that everything that I see and everything that I encounter is me and what's interesting is I do feel like I've been getting closer to the truth which when you anchor more into your truth you actually, in essence, push out more garbage and illusion into your external world in order to be cleared for all time. 
that is the actual concept of karma is to not react to it when it arises. And it's such a fucking difficult thing to do because it just constantly feels like the universe is like, I'm not touching you, I'm not touching you, I'm not touching you. And you're just like, God damn it. But, uh, but that's what it's there for. If we can shift, if we can shift our fucking minds to be like, okay, yeah, like this sucks, fuck it, whatever. But this is a part of me. This is like a garbage part of me. This is something that I deemed was not worthy enough to be cultivated within myself that's projected outward in order to be like loved and cleared and, um, and not like loved in the way that we were taught where it's just like, yeah, I kind of fucking love you, but not really like you're a piece of shit and like whatever. No, it's like this cultivation of unconditional love, which we don't really know. The only way that you can have bits and pieces of that is when you try to fucking cultivate that. And granted, I don't have kids, but I know that's an, another fast track to it too. But that's a prime example because kids are fucking tough. I mean, I don't have my own kids, but it's like, and seeing that and being around them and, and friends of mine that have kids and it's just like, God, they're little fucking shit bags and they're gross and they're ill-mannered and they just, they're so destructive and like, but they're your genetic offspring. Like, how could you not? And they're, they're like helpless, you know? And they're this blank slate of a human being with this unlimited raw life force and potential that is like yours if it's your kid you know and that's like I think that's the easiest way to cultivate or kind of wrap our minds around it I do think it is the natural way even though I'm asexual and I never want kids I never wanted them I still don't I don't ever want kids and I also have my own crap too which is a different conversation about how this realm is absolutely dildos and uh, I would feel absolutely scared to death to bring a child into this like nightmare world and try to um, I don't protect it from it because you can't fucking protect it you can kind of like equip it the best way that you can which is extremely fallible because we're all fallible but anyways going off on these fucking crazy tangents all the time this is what I'm like when I'm fucking sober. I'm sober as a bird right now. It's probably terrifying for a lot of you, but hey. <laughs> so I don't even fucking remember what I was talking about. But uh, but yeah, you are an extension of God. So you are as God created you, even if you don't remember it. And that's the whole concept of non-duality. Is that though you might not remember it, there is a, a path to remembering and you cannot fuck up on this path because if you were to fuck up on this path, that would mean that God is not wholeness and that you couldn't have found your way back because separation is real and, uh, you know, hell and separation and totality of that is, is like the only thing that's real, which isn't true. And because um, really it comes down to either there's a God-like essence or there's not. 
and there's just way too much weird synchronicity and uh, like the golden ratio and weird shit like that that I'm just like there's something there I don't fucking know what it is it's shadows of something nobody can ever fucking pinpoint it and I don't think that we ever could I don't think we could ever really get to that standpoint I could be wrong what with quantum computers and stuff coming out right around the corner um but with that I I do believe that that that's it it's one and that we have to do our part for that I can only do my part because it's how I perceive things but this is a part of that this transparency and looking and sounding like a complete fucking nut job on this podcast vlog I don't even know what you would fucking call it but um to do that part and, uh, I don't know, give food for thought and hopefully bring some sort of solace, even if it's not really lasting. But, uh, the other piece to that, which is kind of mind blowing too, is, um, the, there is no death, which I know a lot of you probably were hanging on that one too. It was like, how, how could there not be death? Death is everywhere. We're surrounded by it. COVID's gripped the fucking world, like, everyone's dying, and, uh, I, like, from a quantum essence, and, and from my, my experiences, too, and I think this is why this is really, like, extra frustrating for me, my existence is extra frustrating, is that I don't really view it as real, so, I mean, have you ever had those moments where you're just, like, pissed off, because you have this, like, shitty ass fucking nightmare and you're kind of like half lucid you keep falling back into it and um like you know it's fake like you're like lucidly dreaming but it's unpleasant and it's not cool and you're like god damn it i just want to fucking get up and i want to go to work because it actually feels more like shit than my fucking like shit illusory world so like we're just levels of shit and uh <laughs> But then you keep getting stuck for whatever reason. You're, like, committed to this fucking dream. Cause, like, you keep falling back into it. And it's like, damn it. And this is what my fucking life feels like anymore. There isn't really as much of a difference between my dream state and my conscious state anymore. Which I'm probably, like, as soon as I post this, I'm probably going to end up, like, in a fucking lockdown with a Thorazine drip. Uh <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, who fucking knows, I don't know. Um, maybe I need it. I don't know. But, uh, but the death concept, or lack thereof, is that, like, there's so much support that, that consciousness is not of our body. That, uh, there's so many fucking accounts of people dying, like, literally dying like heart stopped beating but they were resuscitated later but they could recount uh conversations what things looked like what people were wearing what was going on in the surrounding area how the fuck how did they do that how did and you know it's one of those things we can go round and round and round we'll never know but there's heavy heavy support that consciousness doesn't have anything to do with the brain that the mind is not in the body, that the body is in consciousness itself. 
And that is also heavily supported in quantum mechanics where your consciousness orders things on a subatomic level, constructing the things that you, you see and interact with, people and contexts and objects, every fucking day. So with that being said, and then all the scientific support that there is no linear time, we just perceive it as that, we just perceive it that way, that your consciousness is just making sense of this current moment, then how do you fucking die? You don't die. As soon as you fucking die, you create a new realm with a new narrative, a new dream state that is more realistic than the other one. You're just more committed to it at this point. I can't tell you how many times, and this was in the first podcast that I posted, because I woke up from a death dream. And God, I've had so many of them, like bitten by snakes, shot in the fucking head, drowned, killed by a fucking tsunami, which that one was fucking cool as shit. It's weird to think of a fucking death, death dream as being awesome, but I was just like in awe about the sheer magnitude of this fucking wall of death, quite literally. And it was gnarly. It'll be any other fucking pit wall of death <laughs> ever. But I've got, I've had so many different dreams. And yes, I keep coming back here, quote unquote. But do I really keep coming back here to this point? Has this ever really happened? It just, it's just a fucking narrative that's been built around to create the illusion of time, of linear time. So that, that is the concept of death and non-duality and the quantum death, so to speak. There was a, a, a uh, what was it? It was a parable or something, a story. I think it was Lao Tzu when he had a crazy nightmare and he woke up and he was kind of like troubled and his significant other was like, um, dude, you okay? <laughs> and he's like, quote unquote. <laughs> and he's like, no, I, uh, I don't know if I'm a man dreaming I'm a butterfly or if I'm a butterfly dreaming I'm a man. And that nails it so succinctly. Like, there is no difference between what you're experiencing right now and your dream state they're both dream states. You're just more committed to this one for whatever reason. The only way that we can find our way out is by understanding and exploring the concept of the symbolic nature of what we are experiencing, the symbolic nature of the archetypes and people that we find within our lives, the cycles that we keep repeating in our experiences the symbolism and the objects and the context, like, they keep coming. And that, that, what we do with that, the, the wolves that we feed, which ones, the light or darkness, what do we do at each given moment in time? And that's the other thing too, is even though, you know, I'm totally fucking whacked out right now and, and like pissed off and going on crazy rants and going on, off-roading in my mind here and like these different tangents and shit but it you know I could have just as easily not recorded myself I could have just bottled this up and not you know tried to be like uh, transparent even though it's really lame people are like throwing that term around I'm hating terms I'm hating everything and the world's full of haters I'm hating haters and I'm just I'm going nuts go nuts but anyways uh I could have just as easily not made this and I would have been stewing in this shit and I feel a lot better right now. 
feel immensely better than than I did uh, a bit ago, especially earlier today. But anyways, uh, I don't know. I got home. Crazy ass fucking commute. People running me off the road, giving me the finger, trying to cornhole me. All the good stuff. But anyways, leave it with this. Um, so. Yeah, look look into a, a Course in Miracles. You don't even have to to use that. I didn't know what kind of rant I was going to go. I, didn't, I had no idea where it was going to go, so it obviously went in like various different directions. But I guess to kind of, you know, conclude and seal up the deal uh, with this whole entire thing, the whole uh, commute podcast, I want to state that whatever it is, uh, just practice mindfulness and, and be patient with yourself about your emotions. We're all fucking pissed off. We're, we're fearful. We don't fucking know why we're here. Even if we don't believe in this shit, even if we do believe that this is a holographic projection, or even if you fucking don't, even if you believe that this is absolutely fucking real, which that's extra fearful, I, I would implore you, please, please don't. Please try, try not to fear. Try not to take anything as seriously Uh, I know it's kind of ironic after the whole fucking tirade I went on, but, um, but anyways, (laughs) don't, uh, try and be more mindful, set timers on your phone to take deep breaths, to get fresh air, um, you know, if smokers can do it, yeah, if you're a fucking smoker, like, go out, take cigarette breaks, do shit, take care of yourself, do it every fucking hour if you can. Um, but especially like, you know, 15 minutes before you start your day, 15 minutes before you're ending your day or when you come home or whatever, or all three, just do it. Take care of yourself because nobody else will fucking do it. And, um, and, and find something. Of course, in miracles, lessons help immensely, but they can be a little weird if you don't know what it is. And they use Christian terminology, which turns a lot of people off. And I'm talking about this a lot, um, cause Christian you know, that's a whole other fucking topic. Don't get turned off on that because it's not, Christians hate it too. So if you're turned off by the fact that it has any sort of Christian terminology, you might want to hang on in there and hear more about what I have to say about it. Cause, uh, it'll, <laughs> it might delight you to hear why like Christians hate it. So just hang, hang in there. It's an interesting fucking thing, but if you want to explore it more, find something, something, a daily thing, a daily something to, to hang on to something positive that you can come back to hourly. Even if it's just like, I don't know, fucking Tim Robbins or some shit. I I don't know. Anything, anything, uh, anything that fucking helps you and kind of soothes the cracks of your soul right now. Um, you know, just take time for yourself, set that timer, take time for yourself. Even if it's just a fucking minute every hour or even fucking 30 seconds, 10 seconds, fuck, whatever. I know life can be fucking crazy. Just take care of yourself and much love and sorry for my mania. And uh, I will talk to you guys soon.